Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In this friendly little town, there lived an enchanting family named the Cranks. Every year, they would celebrate Christmas together. Merry Christmas! Until the year their daughter Blair left for the holidays. Won't be the same. Then, Luther got a brilliant idea. We skip Christmas. We'll go bask in the Caribbean sun. We skip Christmas? What's up? No Christmas Eve party? Run away from Christmas, huh? A lot of the neighbors are pretty upset. Frosty, 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 frosty. They want Frosty? They do not get Frosty. Nora, stop the car. Talk to me, Nora. Please. Hello, Mom? Dad? I changed my mind and I'm coming home for Christmas. What? Based on the best-selling novel, Skipping Christmas. We have only 12 hours, so we're going to perform a little Christmas miracle. Are you getting the ham? You get the treat. Tim Allen. Your face. It's like it's frozen. I got a Botox injection today. Luther. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Christmas with the Cranks. Hello and welcome to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. I'm Danny Pellegrino. And in just a moment, my co-host Jenna Brister will be joining me to talk about a holiday classic called Christmas with the Cranks, starring Tim (gasps) Allen. Remember when Tim Allen would just step in front of a camera and make noises and we'd laugh weekly on Home Improvement? I remember watching that show every week, sit down, and every time he made a noise like a dog, I would crack up as a teen. Loved it. (laughs) Tim Allen, every time he did that, I'd laugh. Anyway, the movie stars him. It stars Queen Icon legend Jamie Lee Curtis, who's having a bit of a renaissance right now. Of course, she just was in a very successful Halloween reboot. And she was in a movie called Knives Out, which just came out last week. And I think it was phenomenal. I saw it over the holiday weekend, and I just loved it. I encourage everyone to see it. Jamie Lee is phenomenal in it. It also stars Chris Evans, who's doing some sweater work that is mind-blowing. Truly salivating. Salivate-worthy, or is that a a phrase? He's just uh, never looked better. Tony Collette has never been better. She's fantastic in this movie, playing a very different character. And I just, I loved it. The whole cast was great. And I think it's a great movie to see with your family if you're looking for something to do over the holidays. It's sort of a murder mystery whodunit. Uh, all of the costuming, truly, though, was brilliant. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is wearing these suits in it. I think the costuming should be nominated for Academy Award because I just, I loved it. And Jamie Lee Curtis, also, I want to mention, she was in uh, the recovery issue. I believe it was Variety or Hollywood Reporter 
recently came out with an issue called The Recovery Issue, and Jamie Lee talks about her pill addiction, which Jenna and I reference in our chat about Christmas with the Cranks. But in all seriousness, I encourage everyone to go check that out, because if you ever have dealt with or you know someone who has dealt with addiction, it's a fantastic thing they did, and and I just encourage everyone to check it out. So, without further ado, I'm going to play my chat with Jenna, but I do want to tell you guys a little bit about a company called Mint Mobile. So, if you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Now, enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. I've been using Mint Mobile, and it's been fantastic. The coverage here in California is great. I've had trouble with other carriers in the past, and Mint Mobile has just been fantastic. I've gotten great internet and phone usage. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile to get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash maryiconic. That's mintmobile.com slash mary, M-E-R-R-Y, Iconic, I-C-O-N-I-C. Cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Iconic. So without further ado, let's play my chat with Jenna Brister about a movie that is truly something that has somehow inexplicably entered the holiday canon year after year. <laughs> it's called Christmas with the Cranks. Here's my chat with Jenna. Today, we're diving into an old classic. So up until this point, Jenna, we've been covering new movies, things that are airing on channels like Netflix and Hallmark and the like. Mm -hmm. But today, we're diving into a film from 2004. An old school classic (laughs) that I had never seen before. Yeah, you just told me you'd only seen this for the first time. I've seen it every year. It's like one of those movies that I usually find myself hungover and like live tweeting. Yes, yes. (laughs) Because it's so full of bizarre stuff. It is the most wild fucking movie yeah. in the world. We presented this to the fan base and we're like, hey, what do you guys want to see? And then the people spoke and they're like, Christmas with the Cranks. It was like this and Jingle All the Way, which are <gasps> we might have to cover that one too because it's in. wild. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. So you can watch it on Netflix if you've never seen it and want to watch it before listening to this. But it's wild. Mm-hmm. A True Lies double feature. Arnold and Jamie Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I can. I could not something about True Lies. I love that movie. Jamie um, Lee Curtis literally did more stunts in this oh, movie than she did in True Lies. Like, and Halloween combined. Right. <laughs> She's doing so much stunt work. She is. And like lights up. This is another thing I love about these Christmas movies, which I'm sure you guys all do too. The world creation, where whatever stakes there are, are instantly our stakes, and we have to get on board. And the stakes for this are pretty low. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we open up where she's just like, she, the daughter's leaving. Mm-hmm. She's going away to the Peace Corps. Oh, wait, that's Peace Corps. Peace Corps. And she, Jamie Lee hates her husband, played by Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's being left alone with him for the first time in life. The tool man. Since the, the child. Mm-hmm. And they just seem to have a disdain for each other. Yes. They really hate each other. I never saw them kiss the entire mm-hmm. time. No. I, I look for that kind of stuff in these movies. I'm like, 
do they kiss? They did reveal that they fuck on Saturdays. Yes. That was my favorite running gag. And that, that was in the opening where he like realizes, okay, let's go to the Caribbean. He buys the tickets, I think, without consulting her, right? Woo, this movie. Which is a classic, classic Tim Allen. And then when they come up with the idea, oh, and he, he puts on his like Hawaiian shirt and his, and indoor sunglasses and is dancing around. And this is the way he's doing a charades to be like, Guess what I got you. Guess what we're doing. And then she's like, it's not even Saturday night. And I was like, I love that they just only bang on Saturday they nights. They only fuck on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. Because then later when they decide to go and they're in bed, she straddles him and he goes, it's not even Saturday night. And it's like cut. And I was like, what? Like the writer, <laughs> the writer thought that joke was like good enough to do more times than yes. once. And they both needed their own time say- having it happen. I was like, <laughs> Wait, by the way, this was also a John Grisham novel, which I read. It's like one of uh, Grisham's like very few non like um, very different book than his other books. But I remember reading it's called Skipping Christmas, the Mm. book. And it's like a cute book. But the movie is very different. I mean, same concept of like this couple skipping Christmas, but like I feel like the book is a little bit higher brow. Yeah, if Grisham fans are probably like, I don't, I don't like this one so much, you know. but I like their idea of going to the Caribbean. Skipping. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. But then it turns the town upside down. This town is so codependent. I didn't know how to handle the town is their crazy. codependence. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, it doesn't even exist in reality. And that's the thing that I find most interesting about this movie is like the tones all over the place. So it's because it's very cartoonish. There's moments where it's literally a cartoon where like the cat freezes and it's turned into like a cgi cartoon Mm -hmm. and then other moments where we're expected to believe this is like a normal reality Mm -hmm. or like the neighbor has cancer again and it's like a heart like a heartwarming storyline and i was excited to see dan Aykroyd. i love him i do he's out of his mind although he had so many young kids and i was like how did this old man have so many young kids but then i looked him up and he was like only 54 or something when he oh. filmed this, which was shocking to me. Fame has not been research. good to Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> no, it has I not. Know, I was like, he looks, to me, he looked like 75, mm-hmm. which no shade, but I was thinking, how does this 75-year-old man have all those young kids? Mm-hmm. It was like a gang, a gang of Boy Scouts come to the door, and of course they don't want a Christmas tree because they're leaving. They're going to go on a cruise. They don't want to deal with a bunch of dead pine needles. Yeah. And then this turns the town against them. Everyone is so mean. Like, let's just talk about the Christmas tree for a second. Like if you don't want to buy a fucking Christmas tree, that's fine. Like mm-hmm. the town was acting like they killed a child or like something. Like they ordered a tree. They didn't even order a tree. They like never ordered it. Yeah. So like that's someone coming to your house with a whole to go order from Postmates. I mean like that'll be $45. You're like, like, I, I didn't, didn't order this. Order and like, okay, fine. We're going to make your life a hell until you leave for the Caribbean. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't just the tree people either. It was like the guy who uh, makes cards for a living was like chasing mm. Jamie Lee Curtis around a restaurant. I mean, like, when are you going to order? And she was in the restaurant with her girlfriends played by Caroline Ray and Felicity Huffman. Yes. She's in a restaurant. And the guy who makes the cards in the town was like, uh, Mrs. Crank, we need to talk about this. And he was like harassing this woman. And he was like the waiter also. I think he took their order. And then her guy, I think he might have, I don't, I was also a first time viewer, so I might have missed up. But I think I, it was so aggressive how they came after this family. They were so mean. And I would have been like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. And also, what about people who don't celebrate the Christmas holiday? Mm -hmm. Like, are are they harassing those people the same way? Mm -hmm. It was like shocking. Yeah. Underused gal pals, though, for sure. I don't even think we saw Caroline. Caroline's face. Caroline Ray was yeah. in one scene. She had Felicity one line. Huffman had one line. <laughs> I was like, what? 
what did she do to whoever is in charge here? Like, I know, and I think it was like right around the time she did Trans America, which was mm. like a wonderfully received, critically acclaimed film about you know, a trans person. And then here she was also like in a supporting role in With Christmas. The back With of the her Prince. head, no stand in. I was like, oh, okay. And <laughs> she Curtis, got cast off central casting. Yes. She's just a cut above. She's an amazing I love actress. Jamie Lee I do too. She's, it's so fun watching just this really talented actress having to deal with the lead line improvs that Tim (laughs) Allen are giving her. You can see as they're going into the scene, there are several times and I put them on my Insta because he would just riff because he's, he comes from the stand up world and the cocaine world. So he thinks that's okay. And he was arrested for cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Now he's like the sign of Christmas with the Santa Claus (laughs) movies and this. It's bizarro. Um, but yeah, so this town starts stalking him. And then there was this whole other through line about the Frosties. And because they weren't going to put up their Frosty. And we hadn't even seen this Frosty statue. And everyone else is putting up this seven foot tall. On the roof. On the roof, which I think is dangerous and strange. But we never get the lore. We never get like, oh, this is because blank. Yeah, why do they put this? No why, why? When did it start? Exactly. Why do they have to do it? Aren't there any? Isn't there anyone else in the neighborhood who's not doing it? Like I can't imagine the entire neighborhood does it. And the neighbor, the, the old, the old man across the street, and his wife, who's just cancer, just came back. They got up on their roof yeah, and put it up. I don't roof. know. But then we finally see their frosty. Also, so it should be something that the city does. Like if the, if it's really like has to be the whole neighborhood, then the city workers should come and do it. Mm-hmm. Like if that's the thing, yeah, then Ackroyd. the tax money should go pay for someone to go put the fucking frosty up mm-hmm. on the, exactly on the roof. And they didn't want to do it. And so I think once. So they're being stalked. There's child protests. The scouts are not in school. The scouts are on BMX bikes lined up (laughs) in the sidewalk. And they're protesting. And so Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis go in the basement. And then that's finally when we see, lit up by the flames of the furnace, Frosty. We finally see the Frosty for the first time. And I was like, again, what is going on? Why is this such a big deal? But you have to just accept it. There are a lot of like horror movie tropes. Like when we see the Frosty for the first Mm -hmm. time. And there's also a point where like Jamie Lee's on the phone. She's like ducking for cover. I mean, there's just so many of these like weird little horror nods. And she's the Halloween. They're like, just do what we did in Halloween when you saw um, Mike Myers outside your your window and she's like oh got it roll roll camera and she literally just <laughs> she's doing it in like a christmas vest oh my god and the stakes I are much say, different <laughs> i love jamie lee curtis i worship the ground she walks Same. on i love her this was certainly her worst performance of all time <laughs> she's, yeah she's doing a lot of screaming mm-hmm. ooh, 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 chasing after hams the and hickory screaming. honey ham ooh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> she sounds like a fucking turkey. Yeah, she's just doing so much. She's doing what Diane Keaton does in movies <sighs> in all of in book club in, in every movie. Movies. Diane <laughs> yeah. Keaton, Michael drops and Ooh, yeah, and I love it. Yeah, but Jamie Lee's doing it, and it's like I don't know. It doesn't work quite as well. Mm-hmm. But again, she had to work opposite Tim Allen, which I would imagine to be a nightmare. I mm-hmm. just feel that in my bones. Mm-hmm. I don't know that to be true. I've never heard that he's difficult to work with. Yeah. But I feel it in my bones that he was probably a nightmare on set. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Always it. just, you know, trying out bits. I feel like he was just, Doing especially because so he's there with bits. Dan Aykroyd and I feel like Tim Allen would want to impress Dan Aykroyd. Oh, for sure. That's what I feel like. I'm just for making sure. up ideas about what the set was like. <laughs> I imagine it being like a nightmare, like worse than when Jim Carrey terrorized people on Man on the Moon oh, set. Oh, God. Like, yes. I imagine it was just worse than that like that and you know they were like thinking every scene was so bad like because mm-hmm. every scene was really poorly written mm-hmm. and so you know every time they went into a scene jamie lee curtis is like oh fuck 
you can kind of see it on their faces sometimes. You can see them sort of break, which I love. But then they go on this whole preparing for the Caribbean thing. You know, they get swimsuits. He gets a Speedo. They go tanning. <laughs> yeah, he gets a Speedo too, which, uh, come on. Yeah. Oh, I also love the running gag because also at the start of it, when they decided to cancel Christmas, she wants to st- still donate to the children's hospital and to the church. And he's like, no, we're canceling everything. And so then that comes back to haunt them throughout because they run into the priest and he's like, hey, we didn't get your check this year. And it's just... But that doesn't make any sense to me because then he, Tim Allen's character agreed to Mm -hmm. donating. He said, because remember Jamie Lee Curtis was like, we're not doing this unless you agree to the $600. It was like $300 each or something. Mm -hmm. And he finally gives in. Mm -hmm. And so if he gave in, then why did the priest, when he saw Jamie Lee in her underwear at the tanning salon? Yeah, continuity. It's all over the place. Wait, wait P.S. though, that scene where she hits her head on the tanning bed, because yes. somebody walks in the room. <laughs> yeah, which is my nightmare. Which is a nightmare, but also, what's this tanning salon at the mall? Like, do you, does anyone go get tan at the mall? Where the lobby is open to the public. <laughs> and then she hits her head and she's bleeding, and she just doesn't decide to put on a towel. Like, she wasn't bleeding that heavily. Like, she should have either put her clothes back on, put a towel around her, but instead she goes to, like, the front of the tanning salon mm-hmm. and just completely almost naked, like, just in her bathing suit. Yeah. And then everyone from the town is there. Which makes me question... If, I, if I've been doing tanning all wrong, because I go fully nude. I do I've too. never once yeah. worn a swimsuit. Like, would you ever wear a Speedo? No, I, no you get I tan lines. T- I put a sock on. Exactly. You know, the yeah. important part. And then, or externals. Right. Yes. That, that's it. That's it. But what I would never wear a They bikini. should have had a scene where Tim Allen just like runs out in a sock. In a sock. <laughs> See? Yes. I bet he did that and they cut it. I bet that he was like, let me just do one for you, one for me, guys. Let I also me just want to point this. out, did you see Variety? It was either Variety or Hollywood Reporter just did the recovery issue. And Jamie Lee Curtis is on the cover, and she talks about her addiction to Vicodin. Oh, I didn't. And I wondered. I don't know if the timing matches up, but it was around that time. (laughs) I mean, I don't. She hasn't. She's been off pills and alcohol for a while. She says, but she. I think it was around the time of filming, and so I wonder, like, that would make what was going on on the set. That would make sense. Like, you have to do cranks. Like, maybe she couldn't get out of the contract. (laughs) Oh, she also did all of her own stunts, so maybe she got hurt, and then she ended up. Also, why did they change the name from the book title was Surviving Christmas, which or Skipping Christmas? Mm Why did they change it to Christmas with the Cranks? It's the worst title. Yeah, because uh, you know what? As a first-time viewer, I thought that this meant they were going to be pranking the town because the I love pranking? like crank. Yeah, like I thought crank, like Crank Yankers, is one of my oh. favorite shows of all time. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. I want to watch Jamie Lee Curtis prank her Christmas. I mean, town. in a way, they were. Oh yeah, because they were like in we're some leaving. Ways. Oh, also speaking of the codependent town, their Christmas Eve party. This was a whole thing that they always do, and like no one else can just fend for themselves on Christmas Eve. No one Eve. could fend for anyone. It was they were also useless. I was getting yes. so pissed at everyone in yeah. this fucking town. Yeah, they were like, what they do you relied mean? on the cranks for everything. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Like, and then the God. cranks finally want a, a year off. And if they relied on them so much, <laughs> then give them her the fucking ham. Yeah, you know, like if if let's say you need them to do all this. Then when Jamie Lee Curtis finally needs to get a hickory ham, you give her the goddamn ham. Mm -hmm. Or you Mm -hmm. call her up and say, look, Jamie, I know you're putting on this Christmas party at the last minute for your daughter, who's Mm -hmm. suddenly arriving back into town with her new fiancé. Which you never surprise someone at the holidays. We all know that. I mean, unless it's your immediate family. But then somebody should have called her and said, look, I bet you probably couldn't get a hickory ham. I'll bring one over. Yes. And then bring it over. 
For sure. Can we yeah. talk about the kid, though? So the kid decides to come back. She's leaving the Peace Corps early or something. Yeah. And she's coming back with the fiancé. Yeah, her Peruvian guy, Enrique. Who has never celebrated, apparently, at Christmas. Yeah. And so he wants to know what it's like. So they're coming back to celebrate. And so they got to put this party together at the last minute. Mm -hmm. And this is when the movie really shifts into a heist. I mentioned last week's show. It really changes where we all of a sudden change perspective. (laughs) Yeah. We're not even on Jamie Lee and Tim so much anymore. We're on the daughter. The out the the window. The entire plot from the cold open has been shattered at this shattered. point and yeah. now there's a robber <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're dealing with a robbery mm-hmm. and it's like the whole movie changes and that's what i do really love about this movie is it keeps you on your toes mm-hmm. when you think it's gonna zig its axe yeah and then they go th- the tree from the neighbor and he's like don't tell my wife here's my house key <laughs> you can have my tree and then he chases down and tackles a boy scout <laughs> who had been protesting at his home and then enlists this boy scout to help him steal the tree I'm in. The stakes, uh, the stakes are all over. Also, by the end of the movie, like earlier, we learned that he got like too tan, right? Mm-hmm. Like he had over tanned never and tanned had gotten too much Botox. But then by the end, it was like he was fine. Yeah. And they even have a throwaway line. Jamie Lee says, uh, Tim Allen puts on all black. And she goes, oh, it makes your tan look less aggressive or something. Yes. And they threw in that line because it's like, you really have to suspend disbelief because we just had a whole scene where it was like, he had too much Botox and he looked too tan. Yeah. And not even a day later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that he also just went to do it without her. He wasn't like, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Do you want to come with me? He just went and did it. This is just bizarre. And they're so back bizarre. in the diner. They're like the same <laughs> restaurant they always go to. Uh, what did you make of Jamie's stunts? So there's a moment with the ham, of course, we see in the grocery store, she like has to ride a cart and then she chases the ham out into the street where it gets run over by a truck. And then there's also a moment where Jamie Lee like slips on the ice and they even do like a cartoon sound and she like, whoop. <laughs> and I wondered if it was all her. I wonder that too. Cause she could have, she, she did true done. lies. There was a few moments where it looked like it was her, but then the one where she slid on the ice, it looked like it was a stunt double. I mean, that would make the most sense. And then when the ham gets run over by the semi truck, you know, that's devastating. Sure. But also, and why gross. don't they have any more fucking ham? Like, the grocery yeah. store, that never happens. Like, in movies, they always run out of shit in the grocery stores. Yeah. But first of all, there's usually another nearby grocery store. Mm-hmm. And they don't just run out of things like ham. They have extra of those. Mm-hmm. Or turkeys. On movies, they always, like, run out of turkeys. And I've never been to the grocery store around Thanksgiving or Christmas where they didn't have a slew of turkeys. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And one of her stunts in the home, I guess it's less a stunt, but more heist, when her and Tim are creeping around because they do a lot of that whispering behind the curtains so no one can see them but they're at the window and at one point when they're you know army crawling across their house she looks over and goes this is fun and i loved that i was like that that. i was like i feel like that's improvised i feel like she must have improvised that because that doesn't fit her character right and the other stunts and screaming oh but then when they ice i think tim gets the hose and ices the front which is a nod to home alone Mm-hmm. Loved it. Classic. And so everyone's slipping. The carolers eat shit out front. And then Jamie. That's right before the cat freezes. Exactly. Runs out and just dives. Slides. Yeah. Across. And then is screaming. And then they freeze the cat. Yeah. And then the cartoon cat's there. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> it gets real wacky. Yeah, it does. In the best way. But that's, I think, again, part of the appeal of it. It's like, you never know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if like they try to change the tone of it because the book is written for adults. It's not like I'm going to read this. The book is not, I mean, it's very frothy and mm-hmm. like, it's not 
super intense, but it's definitely written for an adult. It's yeah. not a child movie. And I almost feel like they added kids to this movie and they added that cat. And like, yes, they added shit to like make it more family friendly or mm-hmm. something. And it's just so tonally all over the place. Mm-hmm. I liked the premise of this couple who is going to go away for the first time, especially later learning. They entertain the whole town on Christmas Eve and that they have to haul a statue, which when he finally takes Frosty up on the, the roof, it's a noose. He has a dangling on a noose. I was like, this is so morbid. Things get dark. Yeah, it's so dark. And then he, of course, falls and it's just, oh, God. The poster, too, is like a Tim Allen, like upside down and mm-hmm. in the rope. There's a mm-hmm. poster and like Jamie Lee Curtis has just got a surprised face. And then yeah. Dan Aykroyd's in the back, like finger wagon. Yeah. Like buy our tree, throw the party. And then I like that once they agree to the party, like everything's fine. No grudges. No, and like, by the way, like didn't those people make other plans? Like when they learned that cranks weren't having their party, like I'm sure some of them were like, okay, well, we're going to go to my kid's house and somewhere else. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, the less the big takeaway is like don't put all the pressure on others to entertain you. <laughs> yeah, I know, like put some work into it. Uh, I also really love that scene. Uh, speaking of Dan Aykroyd, when Dan was chasing after Jamie Lee Curtis while she was driving. <laughs> yes, yes. And oh, his, he put his, his hands in the his window. His hands were in the window, <gasps> and Jamie Lee rolls up the window. And mm-hmm. while she rolls it up, she goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Diane Keaton. She's yeah. doing the Keaton. And his gloves get caught in there. And then she has a moment where she realizes she got rid of Dan Aykroyd because he is gone. But then she like looks up at the gloves and she acts like she just saw a ghost. Yes. And it's like, Jamie, they're just the gloves. Yes. Like, you know, that's, you didn't like rip off his hands. Yeah. She was going two miles per hour. Mm-hmm. But she acts like she just, Somehow ripped off Dan Aykroyd's hands. Yes, and exactly. I wonder. Like I'm, I feel like she probably had a conversation with director, and the director's like, "Act like you just saw a ghost." And she, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm sure was like, "Why? Like mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. It she, doesn't. I'm sure the director made her make that reaction because mm-hmm. it's a very bizarre reaction to yeah. some gloves. Yeah, but you're right. The over over the top is the theme of Acts two and three. Mm-hmm. Did you think that Caroline Ray was supposed to be a bigger star than she ended up being? And maybe because maybe she had other conflicts. She was shooting that other movie. I mean, I thought she back in the day, back in the Sabrina days. Yeah. I thought that Caroline Ray was going to be a huge star. Yes, I think so did Caroline Rea. And she everyone was so who watched funny. that show. Yes. And Jenna Elfman. And then she right? took over. Yeah, Jenna yeah, Elfman should have been a big star too. But yes. I think Caroline Ray. When she took over for Rosie, remember she took over the Rosie O'Donnell mm-hmm. show? Mm-hmm. And then it failed right away. But I I remember loving her as a kid. Yeah. What do you make of Felicity Huffman? Oh, yeah. Do you think she'll be able to make a comeback? I think she will. You think she will? I think yeah. she will. I think she will eventually. Yeah. You, there was a great movie on Netflix recently called Otherhood. <gasps> My friend it Cindy was Shepak oh, made yeah, it. Right, yeah, right. good friend of mine. She is incredible. It's a cute movie. And it's I feel really like it was just such it. terrible timing because <sighs> of everything that happened with Felicity. Absolutely. Because they had already shot it in New York. And then this came out after they had shot it. And Netflix pushed the air date because of that. Because they didn't know. And that is tough. You know, anytime one of your friends is going to the slammer, you know... But then again, I feel like her and Bill Macy are just going to regroup, yeah. lay low for a year, and then they're going to be They'll fine. Have to come back. I, I think so. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, it's so interesting where her career has gone, because now she's this huge star again with the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. She just filmed the next two. Yeah, she's... Uh, but around this time, Christmas was the cranks. That was right when she did Freaky Friday, too, and she had sort of this renaissance. <sighs> yep. And she's so brilliant in Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so good. But... 
this movie, this movie is interesting to me because I feel like it's lived on in a way that no one expected. And sometimes these Christmas movies are really bad, but like we watch, I watch it every year Mm -hmm. and it, it doesn't mean it's good. It's just like you put it on because it's Christmas. And you remember it and it makes you feel good. Like Pan's Labyrinth or Willow. Like you have these weird movies from your childhood that you watch. Or I guess not even childhood. This was 04. This was 04. I was a t- I remember seeing this in high school. I think I was graduating wow. high school or in high school. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. Um, and I remember seeing it with my family. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was terrible. Can but I- there's certain these bad Christmas movies, even uh, around the time they try to make Vince Vaughn like a holiday star. Yes, Four Christmases. <laughs> Four Christmases and Fred Claus. Yeah, I saw that on Thanksgiving. Like, what oh, the fuck was gosh, that? Fred Claus. Four yeah. Christmases is bad, too. Everyone, I feel like there's this weird thing where everyone just gets a go. Like, let's see how this person I know, does. These, and these white men who like the last thing I would into uh, the last thing I would associate Vince Vaughn with is Christmas. But yeah. then he did two Christmas movies. Give me some Sterling K. Brown up in here, Omar Epps. Do you think Lori Loughlin will ha- make a comeback? What do you think her re- road to You know, that's interesting be like? because Lori Loughlin, I think she was a Hallmark star, darling. And unfortunately, with that network, I don't imagine them being open to taking her back just because mm-hmm. they're so conservative and everything. Mm-hmm. Although they are having movies that star Vinny from Entourage. So what do I know? Oh yeah. Maybe there's just, it's just going to take time. Take it's time. just going to be the 10 year itch. I mean, I'm not so much interested in a Lori Laughlin comeback as I am a Felicity Huffman. Cause I thought Felicity mm-hmm. was like a genuinely good actress. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Lori's fine. Yeah. Although I'm very curious to see how they explain Lori's absence on the last season of Fuller House. Oh, right. Because I watched every episode of that, and I don't know what they're going to say happens to Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky's on a She's writer's in retreat in Berkeley or something. That's <laughs> she that went to be, jail. She went to jail. What if they just like turn to camera, that break the great. fourth wall, and be like, so a lot of you guys are going to be applying for colleges. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's really funny. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, uh, speaking of supporting cast, we talked about Felicity Huffman. We talked about uh, Caroline Ray. Cheech from Cheech and Chong also has an appearance as a cop in this movie. Alongside his partner, Gary Busey's son. Wait, That's Gary says, Busey's son. Is <gasps> no the cop. way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jake Busey. I think it's Jake. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, Wild. again, right when the movie shifts into a heist. And it's just the most random thing to just see Cheech. Mm-hmm. Yes. In a holiday film. Anytime Cheech just pops in. That is the thing. It isn't a good... A to B cast, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a solid cast, but I am sure they all hated doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any other final thoughts about Christmas with the Craigs? I will rewatch this every year. As a new listener, and I know a lot of people who wrote in on the Insta were like, the Christmas with the Cranks, I'm, I'm in. It yeah. won me over as something that I will rewatch and laugh at. I will say, though, 
doesn't it look cheap? We just covered Night Before Christmas, mm-hmm. and yes. Christmas with the Cranks seems cheaper than like set wise, design wise. Mm-hmm. Like Christmas with the Cranks really felt like it was done on like a back, a very small back lot, like eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, like they <laughs> like, really had a low budget. They spent it all on the cast. Yeah, because even like the neighborhood scenes felt very set, or the um the grocery store scene, like when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which we didn't even talk about at the beginning of the movie when Tim is going in to get chocolate and nuts for, and there's like that rain scene. Mm-hmm. I really thought that they spent a lot of money on the rain, but not the set. Like the set looked like a very small backlot, but then it was like raining rain everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, mismanaged funds. <laughs> mismanaged funds. Oh, yeah. I think I'll post this up on our Insta. I, I took a video of it when Jamie Lee's looking for the hickory ham and she approaches her local grocer and she touches him i've i've i interact with my grocery store clerks all the time i've never once grabbed one on the shoulder in the forearm and whispered where is your hickory hams and then when he tells her over there she like squeezes him in this very intimate way and i was like oh that is already very interesting acting sure it's a choice (laughs) it's a a choice choice. and you wonder does jamie lee curtis just not go to the grocery store maybe she does not act with her grocers yeah or maybe he goes to her christmas eve party and they're actually best friends or again maybe the director was like hey you gotta make this choice it's gotta be more intimate yeah like maybe they filmed it one way where she didn't touch the grocer yeah and then he was like (laughs) no we need more emotion yeah you're a local hero that everyone relies on for all their social plans. You know, this movie was written by Chris Columbus, who he wrote the first Harry Shocking. Potter, directed the first Harry Potter. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Like, I'm, I would like to read the original script because I'm sure it's different. This mm-hmm. is like, I really believe like the first idea of this movie and to what the final product is, is totally different because mm-hmm. it's bizarre. Yeah. Do you like the other Tim Allen Santa Claus movies? I do. I do too. Yeah. The also thir- like Jungle to Jungle when he takes in Classic. that <laughs> village boy. <laughs> yeah. So I recently Sorry, watched. Sorry, off topic. <laughs> no, no. I recently watched the third Santa Claus with mm-hmm. Martin Short. I love Martin Short. <gasps> but it is bizarre. Yes. Like the third one really things went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. And I think Marty Short was like, I'm taking it from here. It was- he didn't look at the script. I don't think, it- I don't think there is no. one. I wouldn't either, too, at that point. If they offered me, like, a third Santa Claus movie, I'd be like, whatever. Yeah. Just give me paid. I'll be there. Or I would, like, put in my contract. I'd be like, I'm not putting on the fat suit again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I would get, like, very diva-ish. I'd be like, I'm sitting in the makeup trailer for five minutes. Yes. Like, Jennifer Lawrence did on the X-Men movies. Like, by the most recent X-Men movie, like, her makeup was just, like, clearly put on for three minutes. Yeah. Like, the first one Jennifer Lawrence did, she was in the makeup chair for probably four hours or something by the end she just put on a halloween mask and was mm-hmm. like i'm going to set roll camera that's, that's yeah, let's do this. i'm not interested i'm j law yeah like that's and that's exactly how i would be too or i look at like the grinch movie where jim carrey was in makeup for 13 hours or whatever it was there's no way i could handle that no i think that's obnoxious i don't think it's too much like i i'm too anxious for it? that yeah because then you get two takes and then you gotta take it off and go to bed and you can't even i don't know if you could pee in it yeah. I would not be able to do a movie like that. I'd be like, I can spend five minutes in the makeup chair mm-hmm. and then we're done. Yeah. Shellac me and whatever. Um, do, what's your other, do you have another go-to classic? Cause this one, Griswold is mine. National Christmas Lampoon's. Vacation. That's yeah, the that's, one that's like my. That's definitely like a family one where I wait to watch it until I'm home for yeah. Christmas. Cause oh. it's like my parents love it. Like we all love it. Mm-hmm. It's like a crowd pleaser. Yes. Um, and also Home Alone one and two. I think those are go-tos for family time, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. And then the first and second Santa Claus, those are movies that I really like to watch. The first one especially. And the second one I love, there's a scene with Molly Shannon that I think is just brilliant. It's mm-hmm. like a really random scene. But 
those movies. And then Muppet Family Christmas is one that I love from as a kid. Not I love Muppet Christmas Carol too, but yes. there's one Muppet Family Christmas that was like I was obsessed with as a child. Mm-hmm. And that one is like I have to put it on once every year. Yeah. And then and- we're in thing. I'm naming like 300 yeah, movies. I, <laughs> I do watch a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also for Thanksgiving, I have to watch home for the holidays, which was Holly Hunter directed by Jodie Foster. Oh. And it's a very bizarre kind of movie, but I, I have to watch it every year. For I, love, I love that duo and elf. That's another big elf, one that we yeah. watch too. I like elf. elf is one that I don't put on because it ends up just being on all the time. Yeah, that's a good so point. I feel like I always just see it and I love it, but it's not one that I, put on yeah i like to decorate to it that's one of the ones I, I can put on and just play in the back and then put up all my ornaments christmas vacation though i feel like it's just such a classic and you know we've been talking about other movies that we want to cover on this mm-hmm. and i don't know that christmas vacation works just because it is like i think it's like a genuinely good movie like it's in something the zeitgeist like, forever yeah it's yeah. like and i i don't think it's like a bad movie there's not no. so much funny about it like this movie we had tim allen with botox mm-hmm. trying to eat jello and we had uncle uncle eddie i think is one of the greatest characters in a so christmas funny. movie when he has the dicky on under a sweater and it's uh, just everything about uncle eddie is perfect my so. brother brian dressed as uncle eddie for <gasps> christmas last year he so did. he got like basically like a costume but he oh had like God. the dicky with the turtleneck <laughs> Or with, with a cream red colored. sweater or, yeah. or a white sweater. Um, yeah, he dressed as Cousin Eddie, and it was so funny. <laughs> so funny. With like and a tinfoil on his... Yeah. He bought those moose uh, yes! cups or glasses. Yeah, I just genuinely think... that Or Santa Claus, too. Like These are movies that I, I don't think they're bad, poorly made movies. Yeah. Whereas Jingle All the Way is like very ridiculous. There's like a whole scene in Jingle All the Way where there's little people mm-hmm. who are working in a warehouse mm-hmm. and <laughs> yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. gets in a fist fight with them. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, yeah. And they do, there's a scene in Jingle All the Way, maybe if we cover it, but where he should... literally like punches <laughs> no. a little person and the little person like flies no. through the air no. and they play like cartoon sounds. Like, <laughs> Boing. Yeah. And it's just a little person flying there and that would not fly today. There's so much that you could not do after 05 <laughs> like, that was done. Like, and you watch it, I watched it last year and I'm like, how did this happen? So, those movies are like funny or or the hallmark movies like we enjoy them but they're, they're bad, also but they're bad good. yeah yes they're five star and also just one star mm-hmm. christmas vacation santa claus home alone bad santa those are movies are just are good yeah they're like just those ones well are good made. Yeah. yeah so anyway jenna this, this was so fun. fun any other final <laughs> thoughts about christmas with the cranks oh before gosh we wrap this up? i think if i watch it again i'm gonna make it a, into a drinking game Sure. Every time someone is acting in a different movie. Every time Jamie Lee just makes a sound <laughs> a instead sip. of uh, saying a word. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And every time Tim Allen clearly is going off script because he's just Tim Allen. You know, I saw Tim Allen at the movie theater once. Yeah. <gasps> what did he look like? Um, he looked fine. Normal. Yeah, he looked like a normal. I don't like in these movies, or it happens a lot on TVs, where it's like the guys, like the schlub, and the wife is the disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. And they played with that trope in this movie, especially at the beginning, a lot. And it's like, the guy does things without telling the wife. It's like so Kevin Jamesy. Yes. And it's just like... Que- yeah, King of Queens. Makes me just infuriated because mm-hmm. it's like that's not how people are no some people might be like that but it's like too much it's yeah. too much we're equals yeah we're equals and so he's like the guy bought the tickets for the uh cruise and didn't tell the wife and the but the wife is the one who doesn't want to go because she 
doesn't get to have any fun. Like yeah. the wife always has to be the disciplinarian and act like the mom to the child. She's the only one who cares about the child. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I loved uh, but it. I loved this was so Lee fun. Curtis. This was so fun. Uh, uh, you can find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino. And I'm at Jenna.Brister on Insta. And keep uh, commenting on our Insta. It's fun yeah, to follow, read everyone's comments. Follow a very merry iconic podcast yeah. on Instagram. We don't know what the next movie is going to be, but we'll announce it there as soon as we figure it out. And Perfect. we hope you all are enjoying these. We love you all so much for Enjoy listening. your holiday shopping and everything, and uh, we'll and see you soon. take some time to relax when you're yes. doing your holiday shopping. Like, don't get too stressed about it. Just breathe it in slowly mm-hmm. and, and think about the grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love you, bye. Love you. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns